We are gonna get you. Yeah, we have to find a part that we use for like which will be part of the intro. We have to find yeah, yeah, maybe like our own voices, but like we use it for the intro. So um, we are back again after two episodes. Yeah, and um, I think the last time we touched on, we mentioned something about uh, Napco and how the three-year, the Napco personnel have a three-year, you know, deal after which it's over, and how that is strategic because the three years does not end in an election year, but after that and um yeah uh one of our listeners uh, pointed out that there are actually talks in the works that are aimed at extending the three years or making it you know permanent so that those who are yeah so those who are already in it can stay in it till they are you know they find their way into uh, more permanent jobs and the person yeah this is uh, betty betty uh i think it's she said i could mention her name yeah betty from <laughs> seps in the tema yeah uh, she, oh, yeah okay. so she's saying um we could have a uh, it's 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 important that it's extended because without that extension the unemployment problem it's going to be really really crazy because yeah. it's because they've taken a lot of people on. Yeah, and those people. They've are, taken yeah. a lot of people on. I think if 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 it ends up being permanent, I think it's it's all for the best. It's all for the best. Yeah. But my issue with that is that like it's a stopgap measure. See, if we really want to solve unemployment in Ghana, the first step is like how we educate the citizens in the country. If we do not work on that, the government will, st- will keep carrying a lot of people on its payroll, right? Okay. And that's it. It's, an, it's, a, it's a very big issue. Yeah. Because a large percentage of our revenue, our tax revenue, are, 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 they are used as salaries for government workers. Okay. I think up to 80% of our tax revenue is used to pay government workers, right? And the efficiency of the public sector in Ghana I think that's an issue for another day. So if you are going to add on to the government payroll, maybe we have to find a way to make the most of the people in the country, right? That so I always think that the issue we have in Ghana here, it rests on our education. So usually, what governments do, they usually focus on access. Mm-hmm. They focus a lot on access, and at times they delude themselves that they are dealing with quality, because for example, if like with the first free primary basic education that yeah. happened in Kufo's time. Yeah. Right. It meant that every single school going south could enter school. I think that is brilliant. Yeah. And now almost every single person who wants to enter an SHS, apart from like space constraints, can enter into a senior high school. Yeah. But I read a certain World Bank report recently that said that. 90% of Ghanaian children in upper primary or sub-Saharan Africa, okay. which includes Ghana, 90% of them can't read the whole paragraph. That's crazy. Of a, like, of a text. Yes, that's crazy. Right? 90% can't read a paragraph. 
in between class four and classes they can't 90 percent <laughs> you see the problem yeah and it's yeah. not going to so get easier you can have a lot of people you're going to no. nobody's going to teach you how to read in yes. in secondary school no nobody teaches so you it just nobody gets worse you that in yeah. Like that. yeah yes and then an exam will come you have to read understand and apply what you've learned and this is the time when you cannot even read so understanding become an issue and answering the question become an issue you see so that's my issue with how we educate so are you talking about quality okay before i even delve into that with regards to the narco thing it's just you you right you rightly said it's supposed to be a temporary you know fix and in the long run we need to get actual jobs preferably outside the public sector but um the point you made is also valid because you don't want all these people out there when you know within these three years no jobs have magically turned up for them to take to take up so after the three years the same problem is there so you need to so i guess we we need to keep the temporary measure up going you know keep them keep people in there and on that program at least until the larger problem of unemployment is fixed Okay, let me make this one point about NAPCO. Sure. It will be unfair if I don't mention this. I, I have friends who are on NAPCO, right? And then they sent me a certain poster. And the poster had courses that they were offering the people on NAPCO. And then the courses are on a certain platform of an, I think they are an Indian platform. Right? I think, I don't know whether the Indian government or the education ministry has a platform of online courses. They cut across everything, right? Then I saw one of them, and then they have all the new areas that are being charted in, like computer science now, big data, machine learning, data analytics. Okay. And then this, all these courses are on a certain NAPCO portal called the NAPCO Academy. But my wonder and my worry here is that maybe some of the people in NAPCO don't know about it, and most of them won't even make time to make the most of this because those courses when i saw them i lost my mind because these are courses that i wish i could take in ghana that i have to use some a low youtube free video yeah game. yeah but everybody who is on napco has access to do all those courses you know this is the first time i'm hearing of this yes napco academy and i don't know why they are not picking it up wow. right i think they should do that because every i believe that all those on napco should be forced take at least eight courses of those things but then again what, what, happens, the Indians, what happens after you take all these courses you know i think the problem is not okay. necessary because a lot of people have taken these courses online they've gone for this okay. program here they've gone for this program there mm. you know to build capacity mm. you've schooled you've learned everything <laughs> but you've got all the first class at the end of the day mm-hmm. you still need to get somewhere to you know gain yeah. some experience or actually work to earn some money when does the learning stop <laughs> okay here's where i think it stops you see the learning stops when you actually have skills that are applicable in the 21st century a lot of the skills that we were trained with back in the university that is currently going on in our ICT, they are not really applicable in the real world the question is which, but which, those courses that i saw then university because one okay. thing i realized <laughs> the university that, that, you know, they keep saying that um, okay. Our education is not practical like the courses are not practical enough mm-hmm. or it's not very relevant mm-hmm. to you know 
what the job market requires or the hot skills mm-hmm. that are uh, you know in demand but one mm-hmm. thing I realized is, you see, if you if you if you schooled in Legon and you probably studied political science, sociology, or something, it's very easy for you to mm-hmm. think uh, our education is not practical. Oh, yes, yes, for the social sciences, I exactly. think it says. Yeah, it's but if you school yeah, somewhere in the, you know, something like the polytechnics that are now universities, and maybe you did something agriculture related. You speak to people who took those courses and they did a lot of practical stuff. And the ones who took it seriously and know it, well, when you talk to them, they know their stuff. You get it? But all these people are also in the system and they're struggling with everybody else when it comes to getting a job or doing something. So sometimes it's not necessarily the skills or the knowledge. I think... There are a lot of, there, there are a lot of problem, systemic problems that need to be fixed. For instance, these people a lot of people know a lot of stuff, and then it like it needs to be easier for people to you know start their own businesses if they want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For instance, that's yeah, another that's another important yeah thing. that's another yeah. issue. But ease of doing this. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's not necessarily just the skills because I I kind of have a I don't know what, what I have to say a feeling because I don't have a facts. Or the data, but but I feel most Kenyans have, you know, people have learned and studied. People have a lot of skills, but they just can't seem to find a way to profit out of it or help anybody with those skills. Yeah, yeah. But I get your point too. Those skills that are in demand, people should probably go in for those. Take advantage of that if they haven't already. Yeah. Well. Okay, my, my vision is this, right? My vision for at least what you have as a country is that right now what's happening is that there are a lot of opportunities outside Ghana. Not like leaving the country, right? But Africa is very, very like green in terms of a lot of places that the world is moving towards. And I believe that Ghana can take up that mantle, right? And be the country that has the most like technical guys, guys which are, who are good like with a STEM, like science, yeah. technology. Yeah. So we need to focus there. That we should take. Yes, we need to take it. Like the way the Indians took the whole cloud, computing things. The, very serious. The yeah. Chinese took yeah. engineering. Yeah. Yes, they took engineering. And they are very I, good I don't know whether I mentioned this to you the last time. Yeah. They are very good at it. I think um, Steve Cook, Apple, yeah. he said that. Is, is it Steve Cook? It looks like you, you, you combine the names of Steve Jobs and Tim Cook. I've, mi- I've mixed two and <laughs> says Christ. <laughs> Tim Cook. Tim yeah. Cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tim Cook. Yeah. He said the level of precision engineering that you need to make an airport. At times people say that China, people go there because they have cheap labor. But I said, when you go to China, the level of precision engineering that you need to make an airport, that you need to make millions of airports without them malfunctioning. If you, if you are in a room in America, you can find about just 20 of those guys. In China, you can find multiple football fields and fill them with those guys. They have those guys there. That's funny. So he said if you tell them to move, yeah, if you tell them to move production to America, it's not because they won't find like cheap labor or something, but because the level of engineers that they, the, 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 the skill of the engineers that they need. Yes, the quality. Yes. You can only find them in China. You see that's that's and that's deep. in Ghana. I believe that's that's 
Yes. We could take advantage That's of something. That's a way that like I feel that. we can break through. Yes. Because right now we're about to start free trade in Africa, right? Yeah. If we start it's free trade good, in Africa. It's a good, good deal. Yeah, if we, number of, if we know yes. how to, to, to take advantage yes. of it. Yes. Yes. And I believe we can because we have a lot of people. Like, even for our, like the size of our country, we have a lot of people and their population is very young. If we, if we, if we, if we actually set up structures to take advantage, I believe we can take advantage of it. Rather than let it just skip past us. So I believe we should, we should make a less. Mm-hmm. So you are talking about uh, engineering and all that, but what about the, mm-hmm. the really, really basic, basic things that we are not even able to do well? For instance, you can hear like things like, you can hear people saying things like, oh, um, like the really, really basic stuff, right? You can hear things like, oh, it's hard to get tomatoes on the market. Okay. And then, okay. Okay. when I hear something like that, I'm, one, I'm wondering, how difficult is it to grow tomatoes? I think what's what 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 I don't like about the, the whole that we can't as a country that concession yeah. that to to survive. See, at the body it really pains yes. me because I feel there should be a way to have a steady flow of those goods that even if they are not being harvested, we we'll have some around. Yeah, because I don't think it's fair yeah. that maybe in particular months, if you buy cocoa two CD, you get one. By setting magic by go to CD, they have to give you a few rats one. So it's like it's like I feel there should be a way around it. Before we even get to the whole engineering, taking advantage of that field, even the basic basic mm. stuff, we need to sort those ones there. out as well. Yeah, fix those yeah. simple simple problems. Like there's no tomatoes on the market. We have yeah, we have simple problems that we can yeah. really solve. You need to go to Burkina Faso to yeah. buy the tomatoes. To get tomatoes yeah. because I don't think whatever is in Burkina Faso that makes that place good for growing tomatoes. I'm sure the Upper East and Upper West will have those same things exactly. because they are both best to hell. Like, so I don't know why the Burkina Faso should have an advantage. If they have better seed, we should just go there and steal it. Like, that's the yeah. you know, Facebook does it, and we should do it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I believe we should, we should really take advantage of at least the free trade thing that is coming. Yeah. And reform whatever this economy that we have is. Yeah. Because it's unfair that there are vocational schools where they do electrician, like how you can become an electrician, a carpenter. They are really looked down, you see. And I'm sure there are some Chinese guys in China that if they come and lay it out for you in your house, you marvel. Because they've added some level of academic, you know, okay. intent yeah. to what they are yeah. doing. Yeah. And it's not even about you marveling right. at the final work. It's going to be about the ease with, with which they get it done. Yes, the process. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 all I that. We should just yeah. learn from others. Yeah. But we what you're saying is others. also right that um, people who go into those, you know, uh, how do you call it? Those. Uh, those technical. Technical. Schools. Yeah, it's looked down upon. It. And it's a problem because if you're looking down upon it, the very smart guy who can make it to the top schools is not going to go to the technical schools, even though he might have the interest. Yeah. Who should go and be looked down on? When we can all go to... Nobody wants yeah. that, especially in Ghana. Yeah. We can we all go to Legon and go to the business school. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember when when I completed SHS and then I went to University of Ghana. Yeah. 
I don't know. I felt I was better than the guys who went to UMAT. Yes. There's but that thing. Looking back, those guys are now working with Newmont. Yes. Anglo Gold. And no, they are they are doing their own thing there. Some of them have left and gone outside. But in my small mind, when you say Legon Air Premier, Oko Sakrana. No, that's not. To, I'm not looking yeah, down. Yeah, I'm not dance. looking down. I think dance My laughter was not yeah. about the dance. Dance is artistic. Yeah. Oh, I know. You never. Do I would that. never ever do that. Dance is powerful. <laughs> yeah. So. But the issue here is that. Yeah. When we were going, we thought we were better than those guys. Yeah. Yeah. The guys who went to like Ghana Telecom, for instance, I thought I ah, Now one guy works with MTN, and he's one of the best guys out there. But when when he say oh Charlie, we oh so. <laughs> And on another level, but turns out, Charlie, there's the yeah. we looked those who were main campus students also kind of okay. see mm-hmm. city campus, yes, and uh, yes, yes, the distance students as you know, yes, second class yes, or third yes. class citizens in a university. That's so stupid. And then later on, you realize it's that, unfortunate oh, that you think it very stupidly yeah. before. Later on, you realize that it's actually you all get the same certificate, yeah. and it's better to it's probably better to do the distance if it's the kind of course that will allow that or the weekend yes. stuff and you can make time and do other things yeah, you make time and do other things four years is a long time yeah four years is a long time because i know one guy yeah i know one guy who was i think he was distance and the guy is doing his phd in canada now wow you see. Oh. He is PhD in Canada, but I thought somebody who is doing distance there in life maybe. <laughs> so maybe we need to reform our attitude and our perception. Yeah, yeah. And there is that thing. What, yeah. It's like um, when you finish the when you write the BC, you know, everybody's concerned about how many ones you got and which top secondary school you got. Yes. If you didn't get a top secondary school, wow, yeah. it's so bad, so sad, very very sad for you. Wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get, you realize that once you get into the secondary school, nobody cares that much about your BEC results. At all. At all. The same thing happens when you enter. That's what ended my life. <laughs> the same thing happens when you enter the university. Once you enter, nobody cares about. Okay, that's for the secondary school. It kind of matters throughout your life, for some reason, but <laughs> nobody really cares about your grades or your results. And once you leave the university, no, no, no. nobody cares whether you're a city campus or distance students or what exactly. course you are doing. It's about whether you got a job, exactly. yeah, or you are doing something better with yourself. <coughs> so, yeah, I really, I really hope for the best for this country. Yeah. And I think, like, if we put ourselves to it, I'm sure we can do something. Yeah, yeah, we can only hope and sure do our best in our me. corner. Yeah, we can only. Hope. Yeah. yeah there's this um there's a lot Political going on. instability yeah exactly it's like protest here protest there is the world coming to an end as usual or <laughs> there's no there's no need to worry oh no <laughs> so i think let's start with let's say mali for instance yeah right yeah so i think their president has been peacefully yes. asked to step aside peacefully right? yeah <laughs> I heard it was led by one special forces guy who had training. Okay. According to the BBC, he had training in the US, in France. Mm-hmm. He's had experience in fighting in oh. Darfur. Oh, okay. Like, 
seems like a tough oh, guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. A well-traveled guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they asked him to step down. Yeah, so they asked the Bubakar Keita. I think that's the... the yeah, Bubakar. Recently ousted, yeah, president. To step aside. Yeah. And, and I, I'm told the uh, planned uh, jubilations for Friday or so by the opposition. Jubilations for Friday? Uh, yeah, oh, celebrating. Okay. Good for them. Yeah. And... Yeah, so it's it's and the the ECOWAS, the you know, a sixty yeah sixteen right. <laughs> they had a yeah, yeah I think so. They should be a conference online. The country has has been Pluto'd. Yeah, online <laughs> uh, conference or something, and they decided that um, they're calling for the constitutionally or the president to be reinstated and condemning <laughs> the coup. And the coup. Yeah, the French have condemned the coup. I mean, many international people have condemned the coup and are calling for a return to civilian rule as soon yeah, as possible. Get back to him. Yeah, and the soldiers have also. The, the soldiers said, though. <laughs> yeah, they'll hand over, or they'll, they'll uh, yeah, oversee they a transition. In reasonable time, yes. they organize elections. Yeah, reasonable time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, reasonable amount of time. There's nothing you can do when somebody tells you. That's so opinion that is scared. Yeah. <laughs> In reasonable time. <laughs> What's reasonable to you may not be reasonable to yeah. me. But I think with with Mali, the reason why a lot of people might be condemning it is because there's already like some Islamist stuff going on. Yes. Some jihadists. Yeah, yeah, the rebels have, you know. Yeah, some jihadists are there. Yeah. Yes. So there are lots of, you know, the French are there so fighting all those. Mm -hmm. Yes. Fighting those yes, the French are doing that for them. Yeah. Yes. So I'm wondering how, in the so being aware of the presence of the French and all that, they still had the courage to go ahead with the coup. Anyway, you go I ahead with maybe, what you're saying. Yeah, I think where maybe where the coup is going on. Okay. The coup went on in Bamako. Yeah, which is right. more closer and to and the I'm south. I'm sure the insurgents are not. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's true. The insurgents are not. Yeah. And so the French the might French not be motivated. To interfere, yes, maybe. So I think what what you see with all these the hardest things, then what makes it faster? What makes it good the most is instability. Yes, ISIS for instance. Yes, they always when go the into places where. Was, yeah. Yes, that's when they come in, and usually one thing that people don't realize is that most of these Islamic groups, when they come to the community, they pose themselves as if they are the, they are for the people. Yes, and the government is rather not doing well. And unfortunately for the government, usually the usually government is not, not doing well. Yeah, that's why they came in. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes it yeah. easy for them. Yeah. It makes it very easy for them to just come in and recruit. Okwa, for instance, so if they start, if the insurgents start and then they had to start eating into Mali, they'll get they'll get further down. Because I've heard they've stayed attacks in, even in Burkina Faso. Yeah, as far as as far south as the capital. Becomes, it's, yes. 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 When you're fighting those guys, it's very difficult because they don't have a country. This is yeah. of no nation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they can just hit you anywhere. They will just bomb the church, go, go into a market and just unload some rounds on the women there. Crazy Chasing stuff. them is very difficult. Yeah. But isn't it crazy that the people are, I don't, you know, happy about it? Yeah, because they are frustrated by the government. Yeah. I yeah. think they are so frustrated by the government. I think their presidents are. Yeah. Yeah, I also read that uh, the really soldiers possible. previously complained about 
complain about uh, their pay and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. If you don't pay them well, this is exactly yeah. what happens. You get so you, <laughs> you get asked to sit aside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uprising. So mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, and to contrast, contrast that, yeah. yeah, yeah, with uh, what is happening in, in contrast. Is it Belarus? Belarus. 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 Mm-hmm. I never got the pronunciation right. Is it Belarus or Belarus? Okay. I don't know. Let's let's let's. I get. I'm sure the audience gets gets catch the drift. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. cut this part out. So, <laughs> so they they are also experiencing something similar. But in this case, the president is yes. still in power. But this time around, very uh, much in power. Yeah contested or disputed election results the president is said to have won by 80 percent but people disagree and they've been in the streets protesting interesting thing is when the protest started what happened was a lot of the, the people protesting were arrested and you know beaten and all that turns out this is what happens yeah. almost every time there are elections in that country because the president has been in power since 1994. That's 26 yeah, years. Yeah. And every time that is election results that people do not agree with and they are protesting and people get beaten and life goes on. This time around, it seems to be a little bit bigger this than... might be different. Yeah. And the EU, like just like the ECOWAS yeah. guys did it, online yes. conference and decided to conduct um, decided to uh, state that the elections were neither free nor fair and but they've still they've not uh, well, they've not challenged um, the president you're not giving them actual assignments right yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 okay I don't know the details of that but they've not challenged his presidency or they've not stated that oh we don't yeah. recognize yeah, yeah. So that's the state of affairs there. The, the EU is very weak in those type of things, honestly. I guess maybe they don't want to set a precedence that, okay, we can actually yes. decide who is president here or not. Maybe they don't yes. want to do that. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part is the, the, the ECOWAS is trying to get an ousted president back in. And these guys... <laughs> are, and the EU is trying to... Yeah. Get an, uh, maybe, you know, things right with an election. And the people yeah, in Belarus yeah. are not happy. But just like the people in Mali. Yeah, but in this case they are happy about what's going on. So yeah, uh maybe a little about Belarus, their history and how they got here. Yeah. You know. So I th- mm-hmm. I think what's interesting a lot of interesting about what happened in the election was that the woman who ran, Svetlana. Yeah, Svetlana. The husband was the one who was going to run and he was arrested and then he got arrested <laughs> and so she stood in and then when the results were announced he went into the electoral commission or whatever yeah to protest and apparently according to one of the people close to her she was held in there for about three hours so she and at the end of the three hours she conceded defeat and left the country which was a smart move yeah, so she's been literally scared of scared out of the country and then I think their president has actually contacted Putin yeah. to send help. They are close allies. To, yeah, to match the people good for good. And I, I, I read the help came also came in the form of getting 
replacement for workers who are on strike and protesting on the street. Yes. And they've been yes. threatened that they're not How? getting their jobs back. Like I heard some TV crew a TV crew <laughs> a TV crew resigned. Like the public TV station, yeah. the crew resigned. And then Russia yeah. sends people to replace, to replace the crew. them. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. Russia and China are just boosting strongmen, like dictatorships, yeah. so that they will feel like they are normal in this world. Like Xi yeah. and the president of Hungary, like the Chinese president and the president of Hungary. Yeah. I don't know why the EU lets him just get his way like that, because the guy is trying to run an autocracy in Hungary, and then he picks up Xi every now and then. But because of how the EU is, I don't know. I guess they don't like. They don't want to. Yeah, they don't want too much confrontation. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I think because of I think I suspect the British because of Brexit they don't want to lose any more members because the more members they lose I think to hit their credibility too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is and then they don't want to feel like they are imposing on their countries. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So I think what happened in the US is really magical that fifty one countries or what states able to come together and then they form the union i think it's interesting because the europeans are trying and it's not easy i, think, I don't know maybe I think, the new think, world too i think the, really yeah it's back then i think those guys came together pretty quickly before the states yeah. grew too different yeah. i yeah. guess that's much that yes. helped yes. Yeah. yeah yeah because and at least they all spoke english yeah. i think yeah. so yeah yeah i doubt any of them State spoke another language than English. Maybe most of the people from Texas and they just were <laughs> the, the Mexican influence. <laughs> I think they eventually ate into yeah. like lands. Yeah, I think they assimilated all of them by yeah. force. Yeah. They took their lands and yeah. wow. for a country of immigrants they really don't like immigrants now. Yeah. I don't think maybe these these ones are not related because uh, but i think with 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 belarus the guy at their president sorry yeah. <laughs> mishandled the coronavirus yeah he's the same person who said it could be treated with uh, what sauna vodka and hard work <coughs> sauna, yeah. sauna some vodka and hard work so wow. that could that should tell you he's yeah. he's not really interested in putting yeah. in measures in place well, he tows the line of the brazilian and the u.s president yeah yeah Two of the smartest guys yeah. out there. But that's it shows, it shows he really doesn't care. He really doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how things play out because it looks like the people are really tired this time. And they don't look like they are going to cave in. So it'll be interesting to see how things go there. And it'll also be interesting to see how things go in Mali. I read an article where he said you'd rather die than leave office. So. Oh, wow. Well. More, more, more grease to yourself. Yeah. This could get nasty. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you don't say stuff like that, honestly. Yeah. You don't say stuff yeah. like that. But it's probably a way but of telling his opponents that look, if if you don't want it to it get nasty, yeah, you should you should back off. Wow. <laughs> Let's see how it goes with them. Yeah. Wish them all the best in Belarus and in Mali. Yeah. 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 Especially Mali. Yeah. Because if it, if something happens, if things really go south in Mali, you might hit Burkina Faso. Yeah, and if you hit Burkina Faso, yeah. one guy in Abrongo can get pretty it. close. The funny thing, well, Burkina Faso, I think it's unstable too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they are not, they are not in the best of states. The thing about when I saw um, about the conference the ECOWAS had like had to you mm-hmm. know make, come to a decision mm-hmm. on Mali, I and mm-hmm. f- uh, the Togolese president for nothing his picture was in there, mm-hmm. and I looked at some of the faces then I'm like, what could this guy be possibly saying on a conference call like this? Somewhere like for <laughs> like what could he say? Like about a case like this, oh, because you, you he's not the cleanest coming from of, where yeah, he's yeah, coming yeah. from, it's not the cleanest of hands. He lacks the yeah, yeah, he doesn't have he the, moral. the moral, <laughs> <laughs> the moral rights, yeah, he doesn't have the moral, yeah, the moral rights. Maybe that's why they are saying that the the coup should be rescinded and the guy should be reinstated because most of the people on ECOWAS, most of them, maybe they have issues, yeah, like let's say somebody like the Ivorian president, yeah, yeah, he's going for a third thing, yeah, right. And I'm sure people in the country do not agree with him yeah. going on the table. Yeah. So they go in with their guy, Maybe their they friend. Have... Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. This guy is our friend. Don't do this to him. <laughs> yeah, it's not fair.